2: Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I was just going to say, I learned how to say it in Spanish. Uh, Desempacando la caja de herramientas.
0: That's how you say
2: unpacking the toolbox. Okay,
0: take me through that slowly. What? Desempacando.
2: Desempacando.
0: Desempacando, uh La caja. La caja.
2: De herramientas.
0: De herramientas.
2: Herramientas.
0: Herramientas. Yes.
2: (laughs) Desempacando la caja de herramientas.
0: Oh, God, doesn't that sound <laughs> so sexy? Gee, Guillermo just speak to me in Espanol.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we were, we've talked about this. We've tried and it lasted for like not even a not minute. Not even a second. You You're like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm Talk, just a what dumb, dumb actor that only speaks <laughs> English.
0: Okay, we're starting this podcast today. Um, <laughs> At the time of this recording, everyone's dropping like flies between flu, cold, RSV, which is like a kid cough that's a nightmare and running rampant right now. Hand, foot, mouth is a real big one in the nursery schools. It's where they get really weird bumps and shit on their Uh, penis, but now in their mouths. It's insane. It's like I was going to segue into talking about all the different measures we used to take to not get sick on scandal. Both my kids last night got positive (sighs) flu tests. It, you can keep that in the podcast. You can keep that. <laughs> They're like, I'm She's, dying, mom! Can you hear her screaming?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, Vera, come in for one second. This is just gonna how this podcast is going to be amazing today. <laughs> hey, look, say hi. We're just doing work here. We're talking about scandal. You want more yogurt? Yeah.
2: You want to go ask
0: your dad for that?
2: <laughs> how about you ask your dad who's laying on the couch scratching his balls?
0: You want to say Hi. <laughs> Okay, bye-bye. I love you. Close. Okay, bye-bye. Um, Any of these shows that do, you know, 18 to 22 episodes, mm-hmm. nine-day episodes, you're shooting at the least 14 hours a day. Like, we barely ever did 12-hour days, I feel like. Oh, yeah. There is no option of getting yeah. sick.
2: You can't like, get sick, yeah.
0: I mean, I have full faith that Mary Howard, our line producer, could have made the show go post-COVID world but like you know we used to show up sick to work
1: regardless
0: like oh yeah I mean Carrie could not fall down and she had two little ones in the later seasons of Scandal who like as soon as your kids start going to nursery school you're fucked like it's just like every other day is diarrhea, vomiting Uh, colds like whatever and I remember her getting like Either the flu or close to the flu, like a million times over. Oh, yeah. And I just was running around set passing out yeah. <laughs> every homeopathic potions potion and shit. They find. used to,
2: once they sent a doctor to my house to do like a house call, cause I had like a fever and I was what? in the middle of shooting one of like the big episodes. That? Oh, yeah. And she gave me like that Z pack and some like shots or some shit. Cause like you said, we just couldn't get sick. The, you know, not showing up wasn't an option. We couldn't be like, can't come in today. Like I'm, you know. I yeah, kind of miss those
0: scandal days where, like, yeah. your wellness and well-being was everybody else's responsibility, <laughs> yes. too. So you could just, like, yeah. text Mary Howard and be like, I think I have a fever. You have to send yeah. a doctor to my house yeah. to get me it's... a pack." It's like now that we're regular mortals walking around the planet, we have to figure out how to get our own damn prescriptions. Yep. <laughs> so when you hear me and G in this episode just clearing our throats a lot and sucking on our own snot, we <laughs>
2: Oh my God, that's Here, um, so funny.
0: This is one of the most chock full episodes I think we have ever done to date.
2: Yes, yes, but it's such a fun episode. Like it's I remember so having fun. so much fun shooting this particular episode.
0: This episode, 203, is what we're talking about today, people. It is called Hunting Season. It aired on October 18th in 2012. It was written by Matt Byrne, again, one of the Go to scandal yeah. writers who also wrote on inventing Anna. It was directed by Ron Underwood. Ron
2: Underwood,
0: go- do you I had remember go back Ron and look Underwood? Him up. Yes, yeah. but he did a great job. He
2: really did. Do you remember Katie at one point? I think when we wrapped or in the middle of shooting, Columbus picked him up and like <laughs> jostled him <laughs> around because <laughs> Ron God. is a he's a little guy. He's I love small. little guys. I'm a little guy too. But I remember Columbus just grabbing him and lifting him up in the air, oh and Ron was like, "Oh God. boy, what's happening?" He was so uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: I feel like Ron was like five, six. Yes, probably. He's he's adorable. He's like adorable looking. So he gives off the vibe of like someone you just sort of want to pick up and and carry around in your pocket.
2: And Ron also directed Tremors, which is a really old school, famous horror film. You know me and my horror.
0: Yo, Guillermo, we got to start a drinking game that involves (laughs) the Scandal Rewatch podcast and like horror (laughs) backstory (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Guest stars on this episode are incredible. We've got Norm Lewis as Senator Edison Davis, Greg Henry as Hollis Doyle, Brenda Song as Alyssa, Brian Letcher as Tom, Tony Westmoreland as Hal, Wendy Davis as Kimberly Mitchell, Stephen W. Bailey as Noah Elliott, Patrick Fischler as Artie Hornbacher. Hello. Yeah. And Anne Cusack. Holy yes. shit, do they look alike. Yeah. Who, the Cusacks? Cusack? Yeah. As one yeah. of the three, I think there's three of them. We're going to get into that later. As NSA Director Corinne Stark. Yes. Okay, okay, I'll start. Synopsis. Okay. Tensions are running high at Olivia Pope and Associates due to questions about Quinn's background and when an NSA analyst, Artie Hornbacher, drops a bombshell claiming that the government is using a new technology called Thorngate to spy on its citizens. Olivia is caught off guard with how far up this scandal goes and distracted by her problems with Fitz. At the White House, Cyrus has to try and keep Fitz calm and collected when Olivia's former flame, Senator Edison Davis, shows up. Mellie is happy that things are going good with her and Fitz now until she learns that he had Olivia brought to him, so she threatens Fitz. Meanwhile, David Rosen, with the help of his former assistant, deeper into his conspiracy theory about how he lost his case against Quinn and what Olivia's involvement might be.
2: Oh, yeah. That's what's up.
0: That was no, good. bueno. Uh,
2: me gusta mucho.
0: Gracias, mi amor, mi esposo, mi... <laughs> what's boyfriend? Mi novio. amigo. Mi
2: novio. Mi puto. <laughs>
0: mi puto. What's puto mean again?
2: Puto is my little slut. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm going to call you that from now on. Mi I should puto. know that. What is wrong with me? Okay, yo... Let's get into this episode. So much happens. God, it's solid. It's just so solid. And we've Uh, got the introduction of the one and only Norm Lewis. Yes. As Senator Edison Davis. Like you are your, you have your horror stuff and every single guest star and director that come on that, that was a horror person. But when Norm Lewis, king of musical theater, walked on as Olivia Pope's ex-boyfriend, I shit myself then I called Adam who is also my husband a big musical theater nerd I have watched Norm Lewis I mean Norm Lewis was the first black phantom of the opera he was in the 25th anniversary concert of Les Miserables Yeah, you're welcome everybody um (laughs) I saw in Porgy in Best, starring Shondaland family Audra McDonald.
2: Yeah. uh,
0: He is incredible.
2: He was in Miss Saigon. He was in Miss
0: Saigon.
2: Chicago, Dreamgirls. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Guys, this guy is a musical theater icon. His voice is that of a gift from angels.
2: I think he even sang to us, Katie. I remember being on set and he sang to us. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, what did he sing?
2: I don't remember. I just remember it sort of happening. I don't even remember who was there. Let
0: them hear you. I think he said, did he sing God on High? Did he sing a song from Lamus? Maybe. I do remember every, wow, thank God you have a good memory, Guillermo, because I do remember the entire cast and crew all coming into Olivia Pope and Associates around the conference table because Norm was like, yeah, I'll sing you guys a little something. Uh. He's so good. And I feel like in the beginning, this top part of Scandal where the episode opens and he's like... On our fake news channel, which yes. was called BNC. Yeah, 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 our fake news network station on Scandal was called BNC.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Edison is on and he's talking about how the president's fucking up and he's doing a bad job. And this is all the things Edison thinks he should do because he's a powerful senator. Olivia calls him and is like, dude. You're wearing pinstripes. No one yes. can even hear what you're saying when your shirt is yeah. doing a weird yes. jumpy thing your on the suit camera. Is moving
2: back and forth. Which is a
0: real thing.
2: Oh yeah. I watch I Love Lucy and, and back in the day they used to wear pinstripes. I remember those episodes and being so annoyed because I was like, you know, their clothing is moving. It's so distracting.
0: Wow. So it's funny that
2: they, you know, that he wore that like in modern times now.
0: And then we kind of learn that they've like we're like, wait, what is this relationship? Who is this new guy? Yes. There's obviously history there. What Something's the hell? up there, yeah. So we get the case of the week, which is this ringer of an actor <laughs> yes. playing Artie Hornbacher, Hornbacher. by Patrick Fischler. And holy shit, Ugh. is this one hell of a guest star and one hell of a performance? And if someone's going to get an Emmy for a guest star performance, the fact that this dude was not nominated is a crime.
2: Yo. Talk about fitting in right away. This little fucker, I remember walking in <laughs> seeing him standing on that on our conference table at OPA and be just being like this dude is so freaking good. He I just know. fit right in and had that sc- scandal pace down I know. and he was and just the stakes, on point. His
0: stakes were yes, so the stakes high. were so high. Yeah. Now, do you, I was I wrote it in my notes when I was re-watching this episode. So, like, you know, we're all back in OPA. Quinn's out of living at Olivia's apartment. She's out of jail. Everyone's being a bitch to her, mostly fucking Abby. Abby. Like yeah. Quinn walks in, she's back with like, Hey guys, I'm I'm back at work. Like, will you take me back? I, I've totally let go of the Lindsay Dwyer identity and I am Quinn Perkins and here's your coffee. And Harrison <laughs> is like, Hey, welcome back, and gives me like a lovely Harrison kiss on the cheek. Yes. And then Abby's like Yeah, welcome back, Lindsay. And she's such a bitch. And then we walk into the office and Artie, like you said, is standing on the table. Was that his choice or was that written in the script?
2: I don't remember. Whatever it was, it was brilliant. Just that image of him just standing on the table fidgeting with the light fixture above, you know, because he's freaking out about uh, shit being bugged. Um, Yeah, I don't remember whose idea that was. So good, though. So good. Maybe it was Ron's idea. Ron Underwood hey, was like, maybe get on the table. It was little,
0: little baby, <laughs> Bubby Ron. <laughs> he said, like,
2: "Get up on that table."
0: Um, but I love his performance. We all walk in, and he starts talking about this thing called Thorngate, which is some insane intelligence shit. How would you even describe this, yeah. Hacker Guillermo?
2: Yeah, yeah, they're they're spying on citizens. It's not even like you know, like world leaders or potential like terrorists or people that you feel like the government would be spying on just to, you know, watch their backs. We Thorngate, they're literally spying on just a, your common man or woman. They're spying on them. And yeah, this this off. dude yeah, he brings in this external drive, right? And plugs it in. And then we see, I think the first person that we see, um, Thorngate like, alive and working was with uh, with Cyrus, right? We see Cyrus in the White House. Yeah. And he's chatting about the president. He's talking to, to Hollis yeah. Doyle.
0: I think this is when we first learned that Cyrus's middle name is Cyrus Rutherford Bean. Correct. Because it's up on your computer. <laughs> yeah. And this is a fun fact, like... You know, Artie's like, okay, pick anybody, pick anyone, I swear. Like right now. Like Thorngate is alive and well right now. Say anybody's name. We can fucking cue into them right now and see where they're at. And she's like, fine, Cyrus Rutherford Bean. Oh my God, Rutherford. I don't I did not do a deep dive on where that could possibly come from, but it's I
2: did not either. Okay. I did not either.
0: Maybe someday. But throwing it to Cyrus Rutherford Bean, as we Mm -hmm. break as OPA breaks into the case to figure out about Thorngate and what we do about it. The song on the background is "At the Car Wash." Uh, At the car wash, yeah, which I know for a fucking fact that that is Jeff Perry's favorite song of all time.
2: You gotta be kidding me! (laughs) Oh my god! Just the fact that that's (laughs) Jeff Perry's favorite song has made my freaking day. My rainy, rainy, gloomy day has brightened it up.
0: What? He told me that once, and he was like, "I don't know if it was while watching this episode and like writing down scandal tweets." But in my memory, car wash is Jeff Perry's favorite song of all fucking time, oh and my I god. just picture him driving around, blasting doing the shuffle, car the slap down
2: to that song. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's it's a great a fun, fun it's fact. a
0: great background song for all of us, and we're doing all our due diligence to figure out about Thorngate and who knows about it and all this crap. And Olivia screams at all of us to get Artie out.
2: And and the reason why Olivia freaks out and, and orders us all to get uh, Artie to a safe place is because she has a meeting with Corinne, the NSA director. And Corinne doesn't blink an eye when Olivia brings up Thorngate and that sort of puts up a red flag for, for Olivia and she's like, Oh shit, something's up. This woman is trying to cover something up. And can we just talk really quickly? The woman that plays um director Corinne the
0: Corinne Stark yes. and Anne- Freaking Cusack, Anne
2: Cusack,
0: who is I don't know what sibling line she's in with uh,
2: John and John Joan
0: and Joan. Is yes. there another one? Wait, let me. Go I don't.
2: This. There might be. They might not be uh, uh, actors though.
0: Um. Okay. There's Joan Cusack, obviously so fucking famous, so amazing. Yeah. There's John Cusack. Oh, so they both get names that start with J, and poor ass <laughs> Anne gets just <laughs> and, an, like what the hell. <laughs> There's only Anne and Joan and John.
2: And John. I love it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they're from Evanston, Illinois.
2: Really quickly, Anne Cusack, so wonderful in this role. But also, she's been in movies like Stigmata, which is another amazing horror film with Patricia Arquette. She was in The Birdcage. But the one film that she's in, which she is just heartbreaking and stellar in it, is A League of Their Own. She's in a league of their own. She plays Shirley Baker, the one baseball player, the left fielder, who in the beginning of the film, when they put up, you know, the list of the women that made it on the team. And she she makes it, but she can't read. So she can't find her name. And it's the most heart-wrenching scene in that movie. It's so beautiful. And she's so lovely in that scene and 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 so emotional. And,
0: and, 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 and. um, Gina, Davis. Gina Davis takes Anne Cusack to the side and is like, honey, can you like not read it? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And then she goes, and she's like, let's go she's find like, your name together. they take her name. little finger and they like scroll it down yeah. the list that's been put up on the wall.
2: And then she tells her, you made it. You made it. Oh, oh my God, yes. So good.
0: Yes, me
2: too. Me too. Shout out to Aunt Cusack. We love Shout you.
0: Shout out to Anne Cusack. We love yeah. you. You're fucking superstar. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, Brenda Song is another Ugh. guest star who's incredible. She plays Alyssa, David Rosen's assistant, but she comes in to David's apartment and sort of sees that he's in his underwear, which I, seeing Josh Malin in his underwear is like hilarious to me.
2: <laughs> like, I wish they were like tidy whiteys though. They, you know, they were like boxers. So it looks like shorts. Yeah. I, w- I kind of wish they were like tighty whiteies because oh that'd my be God, funny. That would have been
0: so funny. With like a but little. Stain oh, like, on the front yeah, and the back. Yeah, and like like <laughs> cartoons, like Tweety Birds yes, or something yes. stupid. Like
2: Underoos. Remember Underoos?
0: Yes, like Underoos. <laughs> um, but she comes in and she sees that David Rov his entire like beautiful mind ass wall of crazy. And the two of them spend the whole episode sort of really getting to the bottom of how Quinn Perkins got off so easily from the case that like ruined his entire life.
2: <laughs> She's a black belt in Taekwondo. Who knew? Can you believe that?
0: Yeah. And then, of course, she was like most people know her because she was
2: in the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody.
0: Yeah. And I remember sitting next to her in the hair and makeup trailer when she would come to work. I think a lot of actors, when they start off as like kid actors on the Disney show, they're all sort of like panicked about. You know, how am I going to transition out of this? I'm a real actor. Like, I want to work in other ways. And then some even like kind of. Can rebel And be like Look how not Disney I am Yeah So Brenda has a shit Load of tattoos I'm talking like In between every oh yeah. In between every single finger, she has a tattoo. Oh like damn in between each finger on her fingers, she has tattoos. And I remember sitting next to her in the hair and makeup trailer and she had to get them all covered up. Covered up. Like every day because they're on her hands. Like it's one thing if you have a lot of tattoos on your body but you wear clothes on the show, like whatever. But they were on her actual fucking hands. And Uh. I remember her saying something to the extent of like you know, I was on a Disney show, and then I, like, did my phase of, like, I'm not a goody-two-shoe. Like, I'm not a Disney kid. I'm not that.
2: She got tatted up. She was like, I'm going to get tatted up.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin are getting married after four years of dating.
2: No. So she's
0: getting married to Macaulay Culkin. Well, now,
2: tells- like, now, as we speak, like, yes. this is present day. They're, they're about to get married.
0: Yeah. What? I really— I love that. Wait. Oh. On January 26th, people reported that Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song are engaged. The adorable couple who welcomed their first child back in April 2021 have kept most of their relationship pretty private since they started dating in 2017. Wow. That's
2: a really good, like, They kept their That's shit it? incognito. Yup. Like nobody knew. I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah. Those are two. But, and those are some child stars, man. Hell yeah.
2: Brenda, you were the best on our freaking show. Brenda's one of the guest stars that did come back
0: yeah, um, she a recurs. few times
2: on our show. Yep. Right.
0: Yep. 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 So good. Go get a snack and we'll be right back. Okay. What is your next sections of this episode, G, that you were like, this is the shit?
2: Yeah, well, I wanted to talk really quickly about the safe house where we shot the fate the safe house where we take Artie Hornbacher. It's like Hucks.
0: Like the first time we see like
2: Hucks, like, you know, super like private, out-of-the-way, like safe house where we take our clients sometimes. And it was so much fun shooting there. It was always so much fun going and shooting on location because it felt like we just all had so much fun. We were like little kids when we got to leave the OPA set, right?
0: That safe house was not on a stage. No. I, it it might have been on
2: it might have been on a stage, but it wasn't at uh Gower. No, right. So it was right. somewhere else, is my my that that's what I remember.
0: But God, I do remember shooting it and it was so cool. Like so basically yeah. this is an an underground sub-level yes. fucking thing that Olivia Pope and Associates owns that you sort of it's Huck's place or something. Yeah, but I think Huck- it's
2: Huck's place. I think it's. I feel like Huck's had this spot for a minute. You know what I mean?
1: Interesting. I like. But that he choice.
2: was homeless for a while, so possibly OPA Olivia paid for for it, and you know, to to create it and and to have it. But
0: I do remember it being so cool, and like they yeah. would always like add smoke to it. Maybe am I yeah. making that up? So like just so that the lighting always looked like kind of eerie and sort of like underground and and like it's not so clear and it's really dark and yeah. dingy, but yeah. It was very cool. It was very, very cool.
2: Yeah, it was super fun shooting down there.
0: So Artie's at the safe house. Quinn and Huck are there watching him. Huck is under like mad stress to like break so into gate and like copy it or some shit. I don't know what yeah. hacking crap you're doing. Yeah. But you're doing something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well the they when they first um pop in that external drive that already brings to OPA it sort of fizzles out and a firewall goes up and now Huck has to break into that firewall so we have evidence to be able then to go to the authorities and be like look this thorngate is happening and it's fucked up here's the evidence so that's what Huck is trying to do and and you know yeah like you said he's super stressed cuz it's you know it's Extremely difficult.
0: Look at you, Firewall, <laughs> with that fucking terminology. Big words, Firewall, firewall. I'm so into it. I haven't said Firewall since we shot <laughs> Scandal. That's for damn sure. Um, and my favorite scene of this episode, skipping a little ahead, is Fitz is so pissed Ugh. because they've gotten picks. He's gotten picks that Edison and Olivia are talking again. He is not happy about it. And so he summons Olivia at five o'clock in the morning. They, The Secret Service shows up and they say, get in the fucking car. And they take him all, her all the way out to the woods somewhere where Fitz is hunting. The scene, you know, which is for the title of the episode, Hunting Season, is the hottest, best, angriest, yeah. most amazing oh, so scene. So good. Where, like, Fitz, like, puts her on a rock and takes off her high heels puts her in boots, is like lacing yeah. him up all aggressively and they're yeah. looking at each other with like longing and sadness and anger and it's so complicated and the two of them are uh, so good and he's got a gun and she's like, give me a gun and he's like, no, no, I have a gun and they're marching through the woods and she's following him and they're yelling at each other yeah. and it's just so cool. Oh, it's
2: so good and before she gets out of the car, she's sitting in the car like, I'm not getting out. Who, who do you think you are summoning me to wherever you are? Yeah. And he yeah. says, get out of the car, Olivia. Yeah. Like, yo, so loud. Oh, my God. But it was so sexy, like you said. It was so hot. And I think the reason, like, I was thinking about it, I was like, Olivia wouldn't put up with that shit. But I think the reason she finds it so hot because she's like, oh, look at Fitz being all tough and shit. She's like, I will fuck you up, motherfucker. You go ahead and be dominant all you want and it's hot. And I'm going <laughs> to kiss you later and make out. But at the same time, I'm going to fuck you up if you go, if you overstep. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no I feel that I mean. vibe from her. Like, she's the boss. She's like, okay, go, she like go ahead and yell at me. Him. She's also yes. like
0: fuck, I have to, like, figure out this Thorngate shit. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's so and many he's moving like, pieces.
0: Don't, and he's like, don't you dare fucking look into fucking Thorngate. Like, you are fucking yeah. with national fucking security, and you're being a traitor to your country. And she's yeah. like, you're fucking spying on people, and you're a dick. And he's like, yeah. and you're going to your ex-boyfriend. And she's like, you know about my fucking ex-boyfriend? And yeah. then, without... Waiting too long, praise be, they're making up against a fucking tree.
2: Next thing you know, on the quickness, they're just making out on the tree. And, yeah.
0: like, Tom and Hal and the Secret Ugh. Service just, like, turn their back. Yes. It's so awkward and uncomfortable and it's, hot and wonderful. It made me
2: think, like, you imagine all the shit that goes down, like, with presidents, right? Like, the shit, like, there's, there's got to be moments where presidents are like, I don't give a fuck. This is what I'm doing. Like, that scene when Fitz wants to leave the White House. Yeah. I forget what episode yeah. it was in. And he's just like, I need to get out and do what I want to do, just for a, you know an hour or two. Yeah. But it makes you think, man, all the shit that those Secret Service guys must see and women, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, so I just wrote crazy.
0: crazy walk and talk in the damn woods.
2: But and also, this is where Olivia reveals to Fitz that they know about the late night phone calls to the White House, right? And that's sort of what stops him too. And he's like, Wait a minute, like I knew about Thorngate, but I didn't know these motherfuckers were spying on me too. You know what I mean? Which we later find out that it's Cyrus, yep. right? Who sort of is Cyrus using that shit. the motherfucking
0: and, Rutherford. Yep. Young um, Yeah. So he stops when he finds out like, oh shit, they know about my personal shit. A uh, boyfriend with all the details from Fitz. Fitz is so jealous. So, 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 so jealous. That's what this is about, I think. And they make out against a tree and they're going so hard and the Secret Service turn their back. And Olivia says, I am not yours. I don't show up places because you want me. I am not yours. This is over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so good. How many times has it been over, Olivia? Goddamn.
0: Oh, well, this is just the beginning of the Sandler podcast and yes. we're about to be Fitz and Liv are on, they're off, they're on, yes. they're off, they're on, they're off.
2: Another one of the the scenes that happens a little bit earlier before this um, this hunting scene with Fitz and Olivia is a scene with Abby and Harrison when they're going to check in on Monica, mm-hmm. who is the, supposedly mm-hmm. the other woman who knows that Artie uh, yep. knows about Thorngate and took yep. Thorngate. Their back and forth is just so good. I wrote down it's so classic buddy cop vibes. I love oh, them together. Yeah. you know yeah, I wrote it's so satisfying to the ear and to the eyes. It's also very when Harry met Sally, it's just that back and forth. They just mesh and meld so well together those two characters. and and of course, Darby and Columbus like had the best chemistry.
0: Ah, oh, where is that spinoff? Right? I want that procedural. Oh, so I want that good. fucking Abby Harrison spin off, Good Cop, Bad Cop, Law and yes. Order. I love watching them handle cases.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so and we find when, her dead. We find Monica dead. Yeah. And she's dead. Yeah.
0: She, dead. She, she dead. dead. she dead. She dead. I don't even know what the fucking body count is by episode 203 that we're at at Scandal. Like, how many people have died? Right?
2: That would be kind of a cool, like, little side thing that we figure out is the body count.
0: But I also got to say, I love the scene. Fitz comes back from the hunting scene with Liv, and he's a dick to Melly. And this whole oh, episode, yeah. he's been, like, nice to Melly And they've sort of been reconnecting over, re- like, designing the nursery because the baby's coming. And yes. Melly is folding baby clothes that have been gifted to them from Queen Elizabeth, which yes. I'm just, like... Queen Elizabeth was alive at the time like
2: Right, I know. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's so bizarre
0: to me. It's just so yeah. weird.
2: I know. And Fitz is like, "You know, you, you could get somebody to fold those clothes." And that's when she's like, "No, these were gifted by the Queen. I'll <laughs> the fold th- these baby clothes." Exactly. It also made me think like, "Oh god, kids. I don't <laughs> know how y'all do it." <laughs> I was like, Ch-. "I've said this before and I'll say it again." How I do it either. Listen, I got four goldfish and sometimes I'm like, <sighs> "I got to feed them today again?" Like, I'm stressed out. I'm like, oh, these fucking fish. I gotta clean this tank. I can't imagine <laughs> having like live human beings running around. You gotta keep them alive. Have and... you
0: had a goldfish die yet?
2: Oh, all the time. Yeah. But these have lasted, these have lasted over over a year. They're goldfish. I sometimes, I've, I've, bur- I've buried a couple in my backyard, but usually you just flush, you just flush, them, them,
0: flush them out the toilet. But yes, Bellamy. Is folding baby clothes from Queen Elizabeth and they're in a great place, her and Fitz. And then he goes to this hunting thing and when he comes back, he a dick. He's so mean to to Melly. And Mm. Melly goes right up to Hal and Tom, the Secret Service, and she's like, What the hell happened while they were hunting? And and they are quiet.
2: And this scene, that scene is one of my favorite scenes in this episode too. Me too, me too. Where she's trying to get out of them why she's like, Why is my husband being a dick? Basically. Like, like, what happened? Tell me.
0: Blink. Just blink a few times. I'm gonna list a bunch of names and you can tell me who he saw out there and why what's affected him. And she names all these people, like Cyrus, his mother, all these people. And then she goes, yes. Olivia Pope. And, and
2: Hal is like
0: Hal w- winks and her yes. whole face changes in the only way that Bell yes. Young can do. And she's like, Thank you, gentlemen.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's such a great fun, fun scene. And the way Melly says, flutter your eyelashes for a girl. Oh, oh, Bellamy is just what so she good. Says, yeah, flutter
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for flutter a girl. Her eyelashes for a girl. There are some moments where Bell- Bellamy is a Southern Belle. I don't know very many Southern women. Do mm-hmm. you?
2: I don't either. No. And Bellamy, like you said, she was like the first like Southern Belle, if you will, that I met. But to that that level of the most loving, kind, lovely person, like that you <laughs> yeah, could yeah, meet. yeah.
0: yeah, oh. yeah. I know. And they write to that.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And then I wrote down, Olivia shows network head Thorngate, his wife at home. Oh, 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 right. So then she calls in all these yeah. big dogs and to prove like Thorngate is a real thing.
2: Isn't it the network people? Doesn't she call? Is it the oh, network that's people? Oh, it
0: is. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And because they're the like, we're not going gonna... to show this yeah, shit. Yeah, right. It's the people or who we're are going to tell the American people essentially on primetime news. Yes, that this shit is going down,
2: and then so Olivia tells Huck, show the footage, and it's footage like you were saying of this this head of the network's wife with their baby and talking to her friend, and he's like, oh my god, that's like my bedroom and my wife, you know. This <laughs> is a she real talking thing shit
0: about him, and like she dick. is,
2: she's like, you know, he could he could maybe go to the gym once in a while. He's like, <laughs> shut it down, <laughs> turn it off. I get it. <laughs> So oh, it's about up. the gym. In yeah. my
0: head, she's like, my husband's dick is flaccid. Like, no Viagra is working. <laughs> I'm so not satisfied in the bedroom. Oh, maybe right. it was maybe that. Like,
2: it's
0: something in that arena. And something then he's like, shut it effect. down.
2: Yes, yes.
0: I know it's real. And then um, I just wrote, we find out that, wait, I have to pee. I'm going to pee in my pants. Yeah. Hold, go pee. go, Listeners, Holding. we'll be right back after I go pee-pee. <laughs> and we're back from that quick pee pee break. So now. So now what happens? Okay, Artie. Oh, we find out that Artie killed Monica. Oh, this is when this whole fucking. We find out that. The shit Huck, goes down. Huck has been had.
2: Yes, he sure has. All by grilled cheese,
0: the demise.
2: (laughs) It was the grilled cheese, the old grilled cheese demise of wait, two thousand wait.
0: So what happens? He, you're like making lunch or something.
2: Yeah, well, um, Artie's making grilled cheese, and Huck is sort of, you know, he's he's hacked into the firewall, and he's he's happy that he was able to do, and it didn't take twenty two days, as he stated earlier in the episode, um, and then all of a sudden you know, a smoke alarm starts going off and Huck gets up from away his, uh, from his computer and goes to open the window. And then we see that Artie goes to Huck's computer and pulls out the external drive and puts it in his pocket and leaves. And Huck was hoodly winked, (laughs) hoodly winked. Well, (laughs) Huck thinks, Huck thinks at first that Artie's going to the bathroom. So Artie goes to the bathroom, closes the door, and then he gets a call from Olivia. And Olivia's like, where's Artie? And Huck is like, oh, he's in the bathroom again. And Olivia's (laughs) like, break down the door. Break down the door now. Yo, can I just say really fast? I low-key like thought I had dislocated my shoulder in this scene. No. Because I had to keep banging into that door. I'm not even kidding. And my shit was like. And, you know, I was trying to keep it together because I was like. (laughs) I can't stop like shooting and be like, you guys, like I think I dislocated my shoulder. It was so freaking bad.
0: Oh uh. my god, Guillermo, you poor fucking thing. <laughs> Actors are so fucking stupid. Like of course, like the first couple takes, you're like so like you're so into it and you're you're yes. like acting the shit out of the scene so like you're going to like I'm going to fucking break down the door and like Olivia's yelling at you and all and then of this like, and then you're like I oh, broke my shit. clavicle. Yeah, I, yes. I don't
2: know. But bust Just... how it was for me, it was like the second take. I was like, "Oh,
0: oh there goes my shoulder." <laughs> oh, shit.
2: oh my god. And That's Ron was horrible. Ron was like one more time. And I was like, oh, "Okay." God. Anyway, I was fine. Be- it wasn't dislocated, but it yeah, felt but like still,
0: it. Still, <laughs> you you really committed.
2: Yeah. So now Artie's on the lamb. Artie's gone, right?
0: Artie's gone. He's got all the information. He's literally the most powerful person in the universe. He can spy on anybody at any time. And all I wrote after that is Abby says her. How did this happen? Abby's talking to Olivia like, "No, you've made two mistakes. This mistake on Artie fucking Hornbacher, who just mm-hmm. fucking hoodly winked us, and Lindsay fucking Dwyer. Yeah, was she's our still other on mistake. that Lindsay
2: Dwyer shit. Yeah,
0: I know. Get over it, Abby.
2: Get Jesus. over. Jesus. Move Get over
1: fuck? her. Get can we? Over can, can we
2: talk about? Have we talked about this scene yet? That scene where where Melly says that memorable line, get over her to fix.
0: Yes, that's coming. We're getting to that. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. That's the next one. But wait, 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 wait. Really quick. Right before that, they come to get us at Olivia Pope and Associates and all I wrote down was that we are standing in key formation, people. Yes! Like, they open up the doors to get us and, like, it's the office We're essentially making, like, a diamond. Yes. And I don't remember if it was this episode or another episode, but whenever we were, like, standing in that formation and had to stand in it forever because shooting takes so long, I feel like we were trying to make, like, dance routines happen because it felt like we were in a music video formation. I think
2: that's in the blooper reel, too, where we're in that formation and we're all, like, busting out dancing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We have to post that when this episode comes out and watch it. Because whenever I see Olivia Pope and Associates in a shot where we're in like standing formation. Her, I feel like yeah. we always were <sighs> like, and this is when we do Rhythm Nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we get into we switch back over to the White House and Melly has the best fucking scene ever. She's been stewing and brewing because Fitz has been a dick since he got back from hunting season with Olivia. And she says,
1: "Get
2: over her. And Fitz says something like, uh, well, I don't know what do. Get
0: over her. Guillermo, Ugh. I am so fucking impressed by your impression of that. Like, <laughs> I just did it once and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to talk for a week. Like- <laughs> and then she says, You see her again, and I'll blow you away. Ugh. And I'm an excellent shot.
2: Oh. Oh! The way she delivers that line, too, she does it with like, sort of, with a uh, relish, right, and sort of uh, with a smile and a smirk. Yes. She says, "I'll blow you away."
0: She's like, Sachio. "And I'm an
2: excellent but, shot, don't forget." Yeah. It. Oh,
0: uh, so good. And she's so, so like, um, you know, obviously the whole episode is about hunting and all these metaphors for hunting season and shooting. Um, and we get to Huck finds Artie and Ro Ro. he's got his toolbox, or however you say toolbox, and es Espanol.
2: La Caja de Herramientas.
0: La caja de herramientas.
2: Herramientas.
0: <laughs> herramientas.
2: Yeah, very good. Oh, but it's one of the one of the one of the first times on the show, right? That we see the toolbox. We see it in season one, but I think this is this might be the second time where we see that infamous red toolbox.
0: Yep. And then the bitch baby starts to fucking run away. And Gia's like, uh-uh, I'm gonna dart your ass. I'm gonna
2: dart your ass <laughs> with his fucking poison you ass know, shit. Sleepy dart. Yeah, <laughs> but but first we find we f- we realize that Huck has tracked Artie because Artie stole one of Huck's watches. Which, a little side note, a little uh, fun fun fact: Huck would keep the watches of the people that he would torture and murder. So he has like boxes full of these watches. I don't know if you remember that, Katie.
0: I do not. Artie Farty stole one of Huck's
2: watches, which have radium, which is really easy to track, and that's how Huck found.
0: Artie Farty. Farty, you fucking moron. Yup. Wait, where I did it say in the script that Huck takes the watches of his No, that's from 752.
2: Wow. We we don't find that out till 752. Yeah, but, but the writers and the you know, they already knew about that, I'm I'm assuming because in this in this episode he has that box full of watches that Artie pulls out. And Huck is like, don't fuck with that.
0: Got it. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I love
0: it. Then we get, we cut to the bar. Uh, and yeah. we've got the line that. Oh, uh, the best. <laughs> We're standing at the bar, me, Darby in the middle, Harrison on the end. And Quinn is like, God, man, Artie fucking had us, man. He fucking, per- it was perfect. And we, he fucked us. Like, holy shit, that was unbelievable how he did it. And then Abby says, Yeah, it takes one to know one. And I'm like, yes. you know what? <laughs> Screw you Fucking screw you Screw your fucking mother's mother Screw your father (laughs) Screw everybody Screw yourself straight to hell Go to hell And then screw yourself yourself there
2: again Yeah
0: Go to hell And screw yourself there there there. too Because I'm fucking done with this I am not Lindsay I am Quinn And I am here to stay And then Harrison So Uh, beautifully says I'm Quinn Quinn bitch Ugh Which is so good. Hashtag on Twitter
2: I'm Quinn.
0: For like the rest of my experience. Like any single time for the next seven seasons, eight years of my life, anytime Quinn fucking kicked ass, it was a hashtag I'm Quinn bitch. And I'm so fucking grateful to Maddie Byrne and the scandal writers for that gift.
2: Yes. Because
0: it was the best.
2: Well, and it was also a little uh, you know, a little nod, a little salute to Britney Spears, because in Britney Spears says, I'm Britney, bitch.
0: I'm Quinn bitch happens. It's the best. Um, and Edison says he's his cl- the client now because they've kicked him off the intelligence team. Huck says that he didn't hurt Artie and that he's handling it. Too much.
2: It. Yeah, he says, oh. I didn't hurt him too much. So, oh. you know, he did some, a little bit of damage. Oh. But yeah, and Olivia's a little bit concerned that she sort of opened this door, this torturing door. But Huck is like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I got this. Don't worry about it.
0: And the episode fucking ends. Yeah. With Rosen and Abby going to Bone Town.
2: Going to Bone Town, everybody. And that's where Abby and Rosen went.
0: <laughs> They're going to Bone Town, and it seems like it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I feel like the like the gladiators lost their shit in this in this scene, right? At the end of this episode. Cause it was like, what? I don't think anyone expected that.
1: Right. Do you know what I mean? For these two? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Feel like
2: when
0: we read it at the table read, we were like,
1: what? "What?" Yeah, like
0: it was a total, total left field shocker, shock, shock, shock. Yeah. Um, and it's the beginning of their amazing, interesting, tumultuous, relationship. exciting yeah. relationship. I know. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, shit. Tweet, 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 tweet of the time alright yo, right, y'all. Let's get into our favorite. The tweets of the time are getting good, guys. They are
2: getting good. They're getting better. I, I'm really happy with these. There's a couple that I'm like, this shit is so good. <laughs> Katie tweeted, my besties are coming over for popcorn and wine with their Grays ABC and Scandal ABC. How will you be watching?
0: Oh, God. Somebody beat me up (laughs) gross that's such a goody two-shoe tweet like i was like ew that's so gross it's like okay everybody my besties are coming over oh god gross (laughs) i love it at jess florence writes it's been weird like seeing a grandma in a bikini or a democrat with a bible hashtag scandal hashtag hilarious i love that and then at sharif jackson wrote longest shoelacing scene ever. Hashtag scandal. (laughs) I bet that's true. I think if we went in the Guinness Book of World Records for any scene on television that had shoelacing going on, that that was probably the longest
2: one. But also so, like, sexual, so sexy. And it was merely the act of, you know, tying her shoelaces. But it was still filled with so So much sexual tension.
0: Listen to this one. Why are they so surprised they know about the Olivia Prezi horny night calls? Hashtag scandal. Olivia and President both scream at each other and are unstable. Just get a room again. Hashtag scandal.
2: <laughs> Peachy J said, "But how does the president kiss Olivia Pope in front of his Secret Service? Hashtag scandal. How else is he going to do it? His Secret Service he is around care. him twenty four seven.
0: But kissy he face just don't that care." Ass. He, he just,
2: just wants want that, that ass. ass, that good ass.
0: He just wants that the them beautiful Olivia Pope lips on his lips and he doesn't care <laughs> who wants to watch it. Like okay. he is like he's ready down to clown. To go. Yeah, he's yep. down to clown. Episode 204 is next week. Episode 204 is titled Beltway Unbuckled. Oh And yes. I remember this episode, and it's amazing. I do too. Come back, tell your friends, like, subscribe, get all your family and friends to watch, because all you gladiators, you're all out there, and you got nowhere to go to put all your scandal gladiator love. So bring it here. So thank you for listening. Um,
2: Gracias. How do we wrap
0: out? Oh, Pope, Pope, Pope out. Pop 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 out. We love you guys. Have <laughs> love a great you guys.
2: Week. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review.
0: Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher.
2: Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by rewatching Scandal on Hulu.
0: Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment